Yowza. 621, Bob Rose Show, rolling. Greg Cassidy here. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Musk owns Twitter. That's the biggest story today. 44 biggins. 44 bi- And we say biggins, we mean billion. Mm. Not like that club that Greg used to go to. It. No, I'm sorry. No. You ever heard of it? It's on, It's in Daytona. Biggins. Oh, really? No. It's not It's not like Biggins as in, you know, like big platters. Mm, I didn't think so. Mm, oh, really? You knew? You well, the fact that you or? said club kind of inferred, you know, a social activity kind of place. Yes, like yeah. a tennis club, but different. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, this might turn into kind of a phone frenzy Friday, which makes so much less work for me. So bring it. Yeah. All right, Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines open eight seven seven nine seven five nine eight two five. Pete, good morning. Good morning. There was an article at the top of the hour about the student senate at the University of Florida voting about the uh, new president. Why? Why is the student senate? Why is the University of Florida? Why are they trying to destroy democracy? These woke snowflakes believe in the one person, one vote. There's 50,000 students at the university. All 50,000 students must get a ballot. They must all, they must all vote. Not, not some elitist Senate. This is, this is democracy. If you want democracy, put it into action right in your own backyard. Thank you, Bob. And thank you for your uh, unpaid consulting to the University of Florida in what we would call a teaching moment. Mm, well they should, done, sir. They should mail them all out immediately. Yeah. All 50,000 of them, ev- randomly. To, just. Yeah, to every, whether they're on campus, oh. off campus. Been there, didn't go there. Live in another country, oh, whatever. Yeah. Just mail them out. Let's, uh, let's get uh, just a little more serious and talk to D.C. You're on the air. Hey, good morning. A little bit of good news for a Friday uh, involving Ukraine. We let the Russians know by uh, launching a hyperspeed missile the other day, five times the speed of sound. That, that, that they're on notice that we're in short order of having them in our arsenal, finally catching up from the previous uh, delay caused by the Biden-Obama administration. <clears throat> but um, I want to reiterate the nuclear clock. The number one scenario for nuclear war is Ukraine. The number two would be China invading Taiwan. The number three would be Iran in the Middle East, and the number four would be North and South Korea. Now, having said that, if we do go to war <clears throat> over Ukraine, it'll be like World War II all over again. Uh, but you'll see some things you've never seen before. You remember a president named Ronald Reagan who had the insight and the foresight to look ahead of what the United States needed? Mm-hmm. So he developed Star Wars. So the first thing you're going to see is you're going to see us launch anti-satellite missiles from aircraft and ships that will take out the Russian uh, navigation system satellites, which we have an advanced capability over everybody in the world for to take out these satellites. Now, it will cause a lot of space debris, but it will render Russian weapon systems useless because they won't have a GPS-type guidance system any longer. Um, the Russians will retaliate and try to take ours out, but they're, they're behind, way behind us. 
and they've spent their money on other things other than developing anti-satellite weapons. You know that they did the test where they killed that satellite uh, a while back that endangered the space station, but they're, if they were to t- attack our satellites, I would think that they might be lucky to get two of them. We would take out their whole satellite arsenal, but I'm just saying that this is something serious, uh, but we do have some good news about it. And um, the thing that would cause the most U.S. losses is the fact that we haven't forward-deployed forces looking uh, ahead that something could happen. If our B-52s were to fly strike uh, missions there, they would have a day-and-a-half flight time to fly from the United States, drop their weapons, and come back. Now, you also saw that America is going to move the B-61 dash 12 bombs into uh, the European theater. That is our main airdrop from aircraft nuclear bomb. It's been around since the 60s. This is the dash 12 version. And um, we're planning to start putting them into Europe probably secretly by the end of the year. So I'm just saying this is serious times. People need to look ahead, but there is some good news in the fact that we can take out their satellite system. I didn't want to really say anything about that, but I think now's the time to say something about it. You'll see war like you've never seen before. Well, we we appreciate it, DC. He started out by saying it's a Friday and he had good news that mm-hmm. we were testing a hypersonic missile. Then he started talking about World War Three. Look, I know all about Dash 12. My cardiologist put me on it. And the B-52s? Yeah. They're going to drop rock lobsters. And if we're going to use Star Wars from Ronald Reagan, yeah. then the Millennium Falcon, they got to get the rust out of that because I found out who Chewbacca really is. Yeah. He's running for Senate in Pennsylvania. His name is Fetterman. <laughs> Him and his neck baby are going to go to war. 628 on the Bob Rose Show. See how stupidly goofy I can be? It's Friday. And you know why? That's right. Yeah. Because I'm going to make it fun no matter what. Like it or not, you're going to enjoy yourself. We're going to go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. And with some Kamala chuckles to boot. Yeah. More to Um, come. Hang on. Not today. Oh. (laughs)